0: Had another listener say that they love Simon and would buy a T-shirt.
1: Did you say why? It's funny. Simon. Rick and back. Yeah. Simon, Simon. Maybe we need to rethink our personal brand. <laughs> I feel like I feel like a few of us. Our personal brand is let's just take the makeup of Simon as much as possible, which might not be winning the fans over. That is alienating the <laughs> listeners. Yeah.
2: <that> <laughs>
3: Hello, I'm Phil Smith, and welcome to Eurovision in Isolation. It's quarter two of the best of the rest bracket. Once again, I have gathered together four of my friends to act as a panel to discuss these 12 songs. So without further ado, we have the rule of six, Alex Smith. Hi there. We have social distancing, it's Minnie Meyer. Hi Phil. We have a 10pm curfew, it's Dan Irvin.
4: Hello again Phil.
3: And it's test and trace Simon Rickenback. Hi Phil. Last week both Belgium and Germany made it through to our final episode, the top eight countries and so today we're going to look for another two countries to make it through. So shall we start from the top boys? Duel number one pits the United Kingdom versus the Czech Republic. So way back in time, UK song comes from 1999. This is Precious with Say It Again. And for the Czech Republic, you it's their 2018 effort Lie to Me by Mikolas Yosef.
0: I have, so so
3: shall we start with Precious? Alex, what did you make of this one?
1: Um when you, uh, you know look, look looking at this, <laughs> uh, I do that with every time you come to me. I don't.
2: Uh. It's not exactly a catchphrase,
1: though, is it? Yeah. mate
2: <laughs> okay, it This is this me. is why you're no one's favourite panelist, mate. No, no one's tuning in for a combined total of two minutes a week of.
0: Uh, um. Uh, the no one's getting um on a t-shirt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My immediate thought when. Was sort of two thirds of the way through the song. Was that we've not we've not reviewed much of the UK during the earlier editions of the original isolation podcast. And as such, is this the best that you can dredge up for the UK? <laughs> I'm um, and I I don't I don't say that in the sense of this is awful because it's not but it's but it's it's quite ambitious and it's quite safe in compared to some of the other entries that you've given us both last week and this week where you can sort of see wow you know they they really were going for the win with this one and you know it it is a safe song but i can't suspend my prejudice that this this is the kind of song that would be knocked out on week 3 of the x factor with the sort of girl group that's been cobbled together because it's quite unambitious lyrically, it's quite unambitious choreographically you know, it's just a bit meh Yeah, I think
0: I agree with Alex it looks like Atomic Kitten have found two extra members at a petrol station <laughs> I would nominate all of them for the Barbara Windsor Award I kind of agree with you the The look isn't great
3: um, but one of the people on in the band there was in Atomic Kitten Oh <laughs> um, the the one on the uh, the one on the far left is Jenny Frost, who was Kerry Katona's replacement when she when she left the band. This obviously came before that, uh, and the one on the right uh, is Sophie McDonnell, and she later became more famous on CBBC, presenting Fifty uh, Fifty, for example, amongst other things. But yes, there's an interview with with Sophie McDonnell where they revealed that actually. They did have different uh, costumes, which on the day before the final, they threw a wobbly about and they had to send someone out to go and find them five brand new outfits. Speaking of throwing a wobbly, half of them aren't even wearing bras. (laughs) My favorite point of this song though, is about the 42nd mark. Uh, The lead singer hits something of a bum note. And then the next shot, you can see one of the, the backing singers Giving her serious side eye after the uh, the dodgy note. <laughs> Let's move on to uh, Mikolas Josef and the Czech Republic. Dan, did you have any thoughts on this one?
4: Yeah, I don't know. It's it's really unfair to kind of compare this to the UK entry um, because there's, there's so different eras and different <laughs> styles. So with this the Czech entry, I kind of found it a bit annoying, the trumpety kind of gimmicky stuff a bit annoying. Yeah. But actually if I was to compare the two, yes, of course I prefer the check entry. It's a far better performed song, there's a lot more going on. Just a bit tough to compare the two, I think. I kind of
2: agree it's difficult to compare them because this I don't I don't think much of this check number. I think it's you know the the lead singer, he doesn't look like he's having a very good time, which is a theme this week. And <laughs> He's got about. He's got the stage presence of of like a damp Garibaldi. It's <laughs> honestly, it's just not there. Um, a damp what? Garibaldi. The reason I checked, mate, was because I thought you were going. You'd
3: messed up saying Gary Barlow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Gary are also quite robust, no? Not when
2: they're damp. I suppose they've got that sticky inner layer that means they're not gonna. If you if you, it's not gonna fall into a cup of tea, is it? Because it's got that the raisiny integrity but it wouldn't That's... have stage presence
3: <laughs> i mean not a lot of biscuits do simon apart but from that like chocolate
1: brick. no wagon wagon the wheels jammy dodgers yeah. would come out and they'd be quite you know they've got a bit going on
2: have we ever thought about entering a jammy dodger for eurovision <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, I, I really actually I really like this song. I think it's te- I think it's performed terribly on stage. I'm, both these songs, this is the head to head of two songs where the live performances have let them down. It's worth saying Yosef wasn't very well for the for the live performance. He had been sick or weak, taken to hospital
2: at one point, um, which might add to it. The thing that annoys me the most is that he's wearing a backpack, which nothing comes out of at any stage. It annoys me like, like the lamppost not doing anything in uh, <laughs> in that Australian entry. Yeah, it's it's like if you've got something like this, something's got to happen with it. <laughs> why is, is, why is he wearing a fucking bag? Where's he go? Is he on his way out? Like, well, after that performance, probably.
3: <laughs> right, shall we take it to a vote, boys? Alex, where is your vote going?
1: I'll be voting for the Czech Republic. Minnie.
3: Because he
0: does a front flip, the Czech Republic.
2: Simon. I can't lie to you, the UK entry wasn't precious enough for me, so uh, I'm going for the Czech Republic. Sure, Okay. Um, Dan, what about you?
4: Yeah, as I said, it's tough to compare them, but my vote has to go to the Czech Republic, or Czechia, as they're known these days. Do they compete under that now? No. It's just
3: really not caught on. Right, Okay. clean sweep. Uh, Czech Republic through, United Kingdom falling at the first hurdle, as ever. Um, That song came in uh, an equal 12th place in 1999. Uh, So, uh, Mikolas moves on to the next round. Jewel number two uh, comes from uh, one of our favourite nations, Moldova, and that's pitting them against Albania. Albania has their 2012 effort Soos by Rona Nishlui. And Moldova has their two thousand seven effort. This is Natalia Barbu with Fight.
2: Some strong views about Sue's I, I mean what is this it's a it's a screaming woman wearing what looks like a rugby tackle bag um, it is warbling more than any song we've had ever on this podcast it is warbling I literally turned the sound down because I was worried that my neighbors would hear and think <laughs> that this was the sort of thing that I listened to and I'd like <laughs> I'd like to get my Barbara Deeks out for this one. Surely. I mean, it looks like something out of Star Wars that didn't make it past the drawing board.
3: Uh, Anyone else agree? Anyone else want to put their dicks in?
4: Yeah, I'd like to play my Barbara Bush card here.
1: Um... (laughs) 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 I think that's on our head, isn't it? Yeah, I mean,
3: one, one dreadlock curled around your neck isn't isn't the best look
1: it's not caught on certainly can we start a sub bracket please which is um <laughs> musically which is the better scream this or that time the beyonce fan screamed on the mic at a beyonce concert
3: <laughs> i actually have
2: no i i have no idea what alex is talking about there but um, not. Uh, so, so I don't, but uh, I don't really know who Beyoncé is. My favourite thing there is any any fans that Simon did have, Simon <laughs> been lost. Obviously, I know who Beyoncé is. It's just the brand. Simon, the character, has never heard of Beyoncé. <laughs> and if he had, he'd call her Beyoncé.
3: It's, it's Beyoncé and her sister Solange.
1: <laughs> I was worried. I've got quite a lot of nice whiskey glasses. Humble brag in the flat. I had to move them for this song. I was worried they were going to go when I had this on full volume. Did the dog start barking, Dan?
4: <laughs> the dog cried incessantly. <laughs> Should we go straight to the vote? <laughs> we haven't even covered the other one
1: yet. Oh, no. <laughs> Moldova, fight. But I've only got one note, because I was sort of spent after listening to Albania, which <laughs> is, flags are an underused prop. Well, I can think you know, of
3: anyway, a few flags that have been used. Uh... Oh dear! Sylvia Knight had a flag.
1: Yeah, we can't count Sylvia Knight. She had fucking everything. <laughs> she had a she had a shower. She had a phone. She had a shoe. Did Scooch have flags? No, I don't think they did.
2: For the song "Flying Your Flag," we didn't bring flags. <laughs> that's that's classic. And
3: Simon, I feel like you would be a very a literal staging designer. <laughs> I would like, be.
2: Bake a cake yes. would have a cake being baked, and flying your flag <laughs> would have a flag. I don't think that's you know.
3: Simon, this song, this song didn't have a fight.
2: Well, you know, it's got some angst.
0: And <laughs> like Avril Lavigne was the captain of one of the ships in the Matrix. <laughs> okay. And well, it was industrial rock with violin. I appreciated how insane it was, and glad that Moldova delivered in a way that I don't feel Iceland did last week
3: mm. yeah I mean the, the reason I didn't I, I like this song I really like this song the reason I didn't include this song in our Moldovan countdown was that this song was just quite good as opposed to just completely crazy which was the songs that I picked out for our, our Moldovan special but uh, no I'm very fond of this song well, if no one has any more, we'll go to the vote. I, I might just make this easy. Does anyone want to vote for Albania? Right, that is a clean sweep for Moldova. So Natalia is straight through to the next round. And we say goodbye to Albania. Shame. Now, I don't wish to shock you here, boys, but uh, in 2012, Albania finished fifth with that song
2: so oh, that's a lie surely that's wrong
3: no fifth. no fifth
2: right okay
3: um we're on to duel number three and it includes our hero country for the day so uh simon please
2: introduce your act yeah so coming up now we've got switzerland's entry from 2019 it's she got me by luca Hanni. on magic <laughs> FM.
3: And that is up against Estonia's 2015 effort Which is Goodbye to Yesterday by Alina Bourne and Stig Rasta wrong battle this one simon only fair that i give you
2: the chance to explain switzerland to us yeah well we're getting rowdy rowdy with this upbeat dance number it's not usually my thing but i've got to confess that Lucas has got me dirty dancing and let's face it <laughs> nobody wants to see that <laughs> i i gotta admit there's not room in my repertoire for the mesh vest
4: but well, Lucas is he's
2: kind of pulling it off, I think. Yeah. Ish,
3: if you squint a bit. I don't think he's in the decks reckoning. Minnie, what did
0: you make of, of Simon's pick? I thought it was a good all-round performance, but in terms of the dirty dancing theme, I think I prefer the 2018 Melfest contender Patrick Swayze. Take it back upon hearing that I prefer
5: the uh,
3: Swiss one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this song frustrates me because it's definitely should be called Dirty Dancing, a hundred percent should be called Dirty
5: Dance,
3: yeah. yeah, but otherwise, good song. Um, right, Estonia, Dan, did
4: you have thoughts on this one on the soppy duet scale? It fits in somewhere between Malta 2004 and Netherlands 2014.
3: Um, I mean, Dan. Uh, which is the high end of the scale for you on that one? Because I know which it is for me, but...
4: <laughs> it's it's more of a plateau. It's. Um, it's <laughs> um, can we talk about the lyrics, though? Because at yes. one point, Alina says, Why didn't you wake me up? Pretty sure I would have told you to stop. What That's was Stick doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's about ghosting
2: someone you're in an established relationship with, isn't it? It's like you've been going out for a while and then one day you wake up
4: and you just leave and never come back. It's uh, a response song to Wham! I think.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Can we talk about the single tear? I'm not sure I know what uh, you're... Her face... face is So go for 2.30 and watch from there. She's crying. Oh Um, yes, there is a single A single tear rolls down her cheek in, in dramatic style. Yeah,
3: I I must I'd never i I'd never spotted that tear before. That's I mean, that only adds to it for me.
2: I don't yeah. know. I I don't think it's very sincere.
4: All things that, that's impressive to be able to do that in the middle of a performance on stage, probably the height of her career, to be able to perform by getting a tear down, you know, while you're singing and everything. That's that's impressive.
3: Uh, right, so uh, tough choice this one. Are we gonna go with Simon's pick, she got me? Or, or my pick, Estonia's. Um, Dan, let's start with you.
4: I think I might be going against the grain on this one. My vote actually goes to Estonia.
3: Okay, one vote for Estonia.
0: Minnie. I'm not a fan of a soppy ballad, so I'm going to go Switzerland. One each.
3: Simon, we'll come to you. I'll surprise nobody by voting for Switzerland. Okay, Alex.
1: Really tough matchup, I think the toughest of this particular round. Um I, I love Simon's choice. Really not not very you either, Simon. I'm I'm impressed you chose it. However, I'm gonna go for Estonia as well.
3: You can't put this on me, boys. You can't put this on me. Okay. I, I, I think I'd, I I think I know. I think I know which one I'd prefer. Look, if it was the song that I would pick to listen to, it would be She Got Me. But for the whole package, including the staging, I've got to go with Estonia. Fucking.
0: (laughs) Ironically, Simon, if you hadn't pointed out the single tear, Phil would probably have voted with you.
1: (laughs) He's gone. He's off. He's gone. (laughs) <laughs> well, would, let's soldier on with just the three panelists. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's, that is really tough. To be fair that that was a good that was a good choice. I think. Um, I just think this is a tough a tough bracket. But Estonia has
3: got through three votes to two. Uh, Switzerland, Hani came fourth in 2019. So very good effort from.
1: Really them. good result. Great song. Yeah. Simon, you still there? No. <laughs>
3: right we'll move on to duel number four so we have poland versus armenia for this one and poland surely has uh, caught me out here with the hardest song title to pronounce it's their 2003 effort keine grenzen zadnich granik by ich Troig. Up against uh, Love Wave, which was Armenia's 2016 effort by Iveta Mukuchyan.
0: Kind of grenzen, mini. Did you have any thoughts on this one? Yeah, I had on again, off again vibes. Emphasis mm-hmm. on the off again. <laughs> the guy is rocking what Phil might call a look. And what nobody would call a voice. And I have to say I noticed a piratey boob grab in there.
1: Yes. At the end. Yes.
0: A piratey crotch nuzzle. Well,
3: I mean, that's that's a phrase that no human being has ever said in human history before.
0: I mean, I wish I didn't have to say it, but there it is.
1: It's aptly, it's aptly described. It, it is a pirate crotch nozzle. <laughs> I'll tell you what
2: he is. Sorry,
0: oh, I'll he's lie.
1: back.
2: He's back. <laughs> it's it's like if Gildo Horn got a gritty origin story remake in the sort of Dark Knight kind <laughs> of...
1: Phil, I'd like to give this my Barbara Dex Alpha Harambe uh, award, please. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Him or her? Both, I think. I mean, she's wearing a kind of... Well, I mean, it's grainy. It's been filmed on a toaster because it's 2003, but it's it looks a little bit like a kind of velour dust, duster jacket that sort of Marie Antoinette might have worn if it was a bit chilly. Uh, and, I mean, he's got this sort of strange kind of... Uh, the sort of top half... Well, the shoulders are kind of pearly kings and queens kind of metallic shoulders... With a blue suit and two white doves of peace sewn onto it with these sort of Austin Powers esque long cuffs plus red hair. But surely this has got to be Barber Barbara Dex out. For the it does,
2: it does look like he's made it at home himself.
3: Which was the original origin story of of Barbara Dex. The, re- <laughs> the reason that it's called the Barbara Dex Award was there was a competitor way back when, I think 1993 or something, who had made her own dress called Barbara Dex. Um, right. Let's move on to Love Wave. Uh, Dan, do
4: you like this one? There's been a lot of drab from small countries this week. And when Armenia came up on the playlist, I was like, ah. Oh. Here we go again, but this is actually a banger. Iveta rocks the stage with a sort of Florence and the Machine meets Beyonce powerful performance. The staging is simple but well done. And um, if I can criticise, it's that she never gets into a kind of a top gear. But yeah, it's pretty good. And you can't you can't judge a country before they've sung. Just so you,
2: like Armenia comes up and you're like, oh shit, this is gonna be terrible. Surely not. <laughs> the beauty of Eurovision is the surprises.
4: Uh, yes, and I was proved wrong.
1: <laughs> Dan, I, I agree I don't think she gets into top gear Because it takes her one minute That is one whole third of the song To actually start singing And much in the same way that the Strictly judges Would, I dock points for that You didn't actually really start dancing Until about halfway through the song
0: I'm not docking points for that I think she holds the stage so well And actually the build-up is really powerful That kind of siren sound before the drop And then she goes into this kind of Lady Gaga number. I really liked it. There was a cape. There was fire. And I thought it was brilliantly performed.
4: Yeah, Okay.
3: We'll go to the vote then. I think this might be another clean sweep, but we shall see. Uh, Simon.
2: Yeah, although I think the Armenian song's pretty plain, it's not giving me nightmares. So I'll be putting that one through. (laughs) Minnie? Yeah, Armenia. Loved
4: it. Dan? Yeah, I couldn't possibly vote for Gildo's older, more messed up brother. So, Mm. Armenia.
1: And Alex? Yep, Armenia, full zip.
3: So, uh, the four of you all voting for the Armenian woman with model good looks. Shocking. So, of Grenzen? in. Uh, came in seventh place in 2003 damn Um, right so that is round one done that's four songs crashed out and four songs rocketing through so we're on to round number two if you remember from last week we bring one new song in our seeded songs to face the winners from that first round so first up we have the Czech Republic once again uh Mikolas Josef is facing up to Sweden. This is the arc with the worrying kind.
5: Be good for goodness. Like like shake shake so a
3: bit of glam rock for
0: us here. Mini. Uh, minnie. Yeah, kind of throwback. Glam, androgyny feel. Uh, weirdly Christmassy, I thought. Mm. I don't know if it's... the yeah, uh, yes. very wizardy, wizardy. Very wizardy sound, kind of icy, silvery aesthetic. And the lyric, be good for goodness sake.
3: This one was hosted in Finland, and they did have uh, Father Christmas make an appearance during the show as the most famous Finn that they could rustle up. <laughs> so there was a Christmas theme to this this year's Eurovision, weirdly, still hosted in May. Uh,
2: Simon, any thoughts? It looks like what Noel Fielding would come up with if he was the producer of Eurovision. Uh, and I've, I've, I still, even though I've listened to this a few times, can't work out whether I think that's good or not. I think that there's a big problem with bands, which is that if you, if you're a band, you feel the need to have all your band mates on stage playing their instruments, which basically it always looks a bit dull comparatively um so yeah i didn't i didn't
1: love it but i didn't hate it either when you said do you think it's sort of been cooked up by null fielding and you're not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing i think it is a really bad thing <laughs> when when i talk to people about the originalization podcast and i sort of say well you know we kind of you know we look at sort of four good songs from one year and sort of one stupid one they always go There are four good songs every year, (laughs) really? And you know why? It's because of shit like this. Like, this is what people think about when they think of Eurovision. Stupid, gimmicky, knockoff, tribute of the status quo song. Rubbish. You know, we've done the podcast for long enough enough now to say that, that, you know, so many different types of music are covered and nailed year in, year out. There are gimmicky songs, there are jokey songs, yes, of course. But people's memory... Memories from Eurovision are of songs like this, and if this is all you remember, of course you're not going to sit down and watch Eurovision because y- you wouldn't want to sit down and listen to 26 acts doing this.
3: So I, I picked this one because I felt like it was something a little bit different from Sweden than their sort of polished pop uh, that they normally send. Uh, the the arc a massive in Sweden or were at the time they were invited to be on Melody Festivalen, but like it was one of those sort of big rumors it would be like if uh, I, I can't think of an example here that's the darkness that not ridiculous they they did actually perform as a sport act for the darkness in a UK tour as well <laughs> but um, knowledge but I'm on their Wikipedia page and it's not knowledge
2: um, but, don't, don't, um don't drop the curtain of don't <laughs> Don't let people know that with five minutes on your Wikipedia, they can replace all the information they get on this <laughs> podcast. Like that's that's really removing the veil of how this thing. Phil is the Eurovision expert and knows everything about Eurovision. He just stakes it off the top of his head and it's amazing. And and then we talk, we, you know, occasionally we make jokes and usually they're shit.
1: <laughs> I think the audible typing. <laughs> <laughs> did you, did you um, hear my door go on the last episode as well at one point? Did you? Did anyone catch that? No. no okay. you just going
4: um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Middle of the pack. I mean,
3: it was a big band, and you know they may well have won Melody Festival and not on their song, but on their name. Okay, so the Ark versus Mikolas Josef. Lied to me. Feel like it'd be quite close. You've not been too positive on either, but um, all right. Dan, let's start
2: with you.
4: Yeah, tough one. Czechia gets my vote here.
2: Simon. I think the Czech entry just doesn't have enough personality. Um, And although this one is a bit like sort of watching your dad on Stars in the Rise, I think it's got enough to take this bow. Okay, one each. Mini. I'm going
0: to say Noah to the Ark. And yes, to the Czech Republic.
1: <laughs> Alex? Do you know what? Czech have had a lucky draw here. I'm voting for Czech and, and they're going through to the final final four, um, which they might not have expected.
3: Uh, yes. So Czech Republic through three to one. It was quite a disappointing Eurovision for Sweden. The arc only came in 18th place in the final. Right, so the next head-to-head is Moldova in Fight, and they will be up against Serbia's 2011 effort, Karaban, by Nina. So, Serbia and their 60s uh, stylings. Dan,
4: did you like this one? It's a nice sort of upbeat Euro poppy kind of thing. The 60s sort of style they go for, it's cool what they're doing and it looks very good on stage. It's just it kind of reminds me a bit more of like a Britain's Got Talent mum's band kind of thing. For Eurovision, it's, it's a bit lacklustre, to be honest. Fair. Okay.
0: Uh, Mini? I quite liked it. It's the 60s, but Serbian. Which just fun because Serbia didn't exist in the sixties. <laughs> yeah, it was colorful, quite catchy, quite charming, yeah, I thought it was good fun uh
3: okay, so fight versus caravan, uh mini
0: It's going to have to be fight,
2: I think okay,
3: uh Simon.
2: Yeah M- Moldova takes this one for me and it's it's not really that close. Um, I found the Serbian song reminded me of the Scooby-Doo movies uh, which is not good.
3: The live action ones?
2: Yeah. With
3: Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prinze Jr.? If you say so.
2: I don't know who they are.
1: I don't know who Sarah Michelle Gellar is.
2: Was she in Friends? no she was Buffy in
0: uh, oh what was it called Um, Buffy I've I've,
2: I've not seen it Simon the character or Simon the person Simon Simon the person and Simon the character have not seen Buffy Vampire Style, I'm afraid
3: Uh, okay Uh, Alex
1: yeah I'll be going for Moldova as well
3: okay then Dan yep Moldova clean sweep Clean sweep. Uh, Caravan was was quite popular in 2011. Uh, it came in 14th place, just top of the right hand side there. Right on to the next battle. Uh, Estonia's goodbye to yesterday is back, and it is facing Finland's 2014 effort. This is soft engine with something better. Simon this is your usually your sort of vibe some uh soft rock
2: yeah let me just outline quickly what's happening here so um i've developed a coping mechanism for you all hating switzerland which is that to pretend that switzerland's done fine so i i'm i'm in my head this song is against switzerland um, and for me that's a really tough matchup because obviously i'm i'm the soft rock panelist i like soft rock i think this is one of the best soft rock executions we've ever seen at Eurovision. It's a really catchy song. Um the only thing I don't like about it is that the singer thinks he's a bit too cool. And as I've said before, with the if you've got if you've got a band and you're you're just a band on stage, then sometimes it's a little bit dull. And I think this does suffer from that. It's a novel idea for a podcast where
0: one of the panelists is in a different reality to everyone else.
3: I've i n- I've never really heard someone have a meltdown live on air. <laughs> um Does anyone want to get their get their dicks out for this one? He's wearing a silver leather jacket and a cravat.
2: I, I do know. wonder when we'll get tired of the like Deeks dicks thing.
1: You started it last week when you said Barbara dicks out for the lads. <laughs>
2: yeah, I thought I thought it would die a death. I'm pleased to see something I've started has grown. It's bigger than me now. You mean it's bigger than us?
3: That that was the UK's 2019 effort bigger
1: than us. Uh, I don't know if anyone else is doing this, but at this point, every time Phil cracks a joke, I'm finding just staying silent is adding to a sort of just running gag. Someone else is,
2: someone else is becoming the target of the gags.
1: This is refreshing.
2: Shut up, Si. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: right, okay, let's go to the
1: vote. Finland versus Estonia. Alex yeah d- despite the sort of begrudging acknowledgement that this probably would have that kind of killers and sort of scouting for girls kind of song for song for a girl but also a bit of an anthem for the lads i can imagine you know sort of belting this out in a in a sort of indie club um a begrudging acknowledgement of that i'm going to be voting for estonia
4: okay dan yeah, this one reminded me of that one Lost Prophets song before they... So, yeah, my book's
5: going
0: <laughs> <to> Estonia. <laughs> Mini? This is a nightmare match-up for me. The Soppy Ballad versus the Indie Landfill. But it's going to go to Estonia. Because I don't know if you noticed, but a single tear rolled down her eye at one point. Oh yeah, that that was beautiful, yeah. they really shat on that Swiss entry.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And Simon, Switzerland or Finland for you?
2: Another clean sweep for Switzerland here. Yeah, it looks like they're one of the favourites for the final. Is that a single tear rolling down your eye, Simon? (laughs) I'm sitting in a puddle of them.
0: All right, that is a 3-0
3: victory for Estonia. So they go through. Finland in 2014, they came in 11th place with that effort. So, you know, very very tough year, 2014, as we, as we all well know. So, finally, we have uh, Armenia and Love Wave, and this goes up against Ukraine. For the Ukraine, I have selected their 2018 effort. This is Melvin with Under the Ladder.
4: What did you make of our sparkly vampire? Well, um, to start with, vampires are from Moldova, not Ukraine. <laughs> it's, it's got that mid-2010s kind of Bastille sound, lots of oh in place of lyrics um, and repetitive bass lines. Well, it's a decent effort. Uh, but like with the Czechs earlier, this is one of our newer entries that we're looking at. And does it really stand out from the crowd in the modern Eurovision sphere? No, I don't think it does. Um, I just dis- I
1: disagree, Dan. I think it does because um, I've given a lot of points to this song for... Having some quite ambitious physical staging, which I feel like in the latter years, you know, focus has been in my, you know, rightly or wrongly put on making the most of the kind of big screen backdrop. And so as such, I think actually staging wise, it seems like the sort of, you know, making him play a grand piano atop some, you know, some 10 feet in the air and then setting fire to the whole damn thing was actually pretty, pretty ambitious.
3: And emerging from a piano coffin.
1: Well, yeah, of course, yeah. Neglected to mention the sort of rising from the dead element at the beginning. I
0: was excited by the entrance, the Dracula entrance, but then very quickly, very disappointed because the song didn't really fit the vampire theme at all. And I was trying to work out what the connection was. And all I could think was, is it that it sucks?
3: (laughs) I can only think that it's in the sort of sparkly vampire era of uh... Twilight. That's the one. Um, Simon?
2: It's, it's okay. I don't think it's a stellar Eurovision performance. Um, I think the, the, yeah, you're right, the piano coffin is, is a cool, fun vibe. I just think it's a shame when he's playing the piano that the stair fire doesn't go higher up.
1: I wanted a bit more danger. Um, it all felt quite safe. The fire is only a few feet away from what I assume is a, a polyester outfit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the fire also disappears really quickly at the end, so it feels quite safe in that respect.
1: <laughs> I'm going to leave it burning. <laughs> the host's coming on. Said, Sorry, Simon the said, uh, Eurovision has been delayed because uh, Melovin can't get down from the stairs because they're still on fire. <laughs> Just come with a fire extinguisher. <laughs>
3: It was the first song of the night as well. So <laughs> it would have held up everything. Um, yeah, OK. Uh, interesting matchup then. Uh, Armenia versus Ukraine. Uh, Simon, let's start with you. Uh,
2: so, yeah, I, I think the Ukraine takes this one. Um, it's not a, not a strong matchup, I don't think. Certainly not. It's going to struggle against uh, Luka Hani in the, the semi-final round there. But I think this is is probably uh, good enough to go through in this case. Uh, Yes, well done, Ukraine. Okay, one vote for the Ukraine. Mini.
0: Oh, it's got to
4: be Armenia.
3: Okay, Dan.
4: Yep, Armenia for me. And Alex. I'll be
3: going for Armenia as well. Okay, Armenia heading straight through here. Uh, Ukraine Melovin uh, Melovin had a disappointing performance in 2018 it came in 17th place Um, and actually we have put through all of the songs from the first round so that second round was entirely pointless Um, right okay so we come to our final head to heads to decide who goes through to the top eight and the final episode ever of Eurovision in isolation possibly who knows waiting on the commissioner for series two Uh, so first up we have czech republic uh, that's light me by miklas josef versus moldova which is natalia Barbu's bite so should we go straight to the vote dan
4: yeah i'm gonna vote for moldova here
3: okay simon
2: the Czech Republic entry sort of doesn't really take the biscuit. That well, doesn't really work, but I made biscuit jokes earlier. Um, I don't like the Czech Republic song um, and the guy's not wearing any socks. And for me, that's enough to vote for Moldova. Uh, Mini. Yeah, the Czech effort was a bit iPod adverty
0: for me. So I'm going to go for Moldova. <laughs> I know
3: exactly what you mean. <laughs> uh, Alex. Are you clean sweeping here?
1: Um, I think I think there'll be a few countries from the other half of the, this week's draw that'll be that'll be sort of God. We we were really dealt a tough one. here because yeah. it's a. I can't really believe that we're sending one of these through to the final, the the grand final. Uh, and but yeah, my my vote goes to Moldova as well.
3: Yeah, I agree that it's it's a bit harsh, but that's how bracket works. That's Something. the
1: beauty of the bracket. That's the, that was the point of it. You know, yeah. get a bit of excitement. I mean, they'll do shit in the final, but.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it ain't winning, but, you know, it, it's like when England get to the semi finals of the World Cup. We know we're not getting any further, but we're just really quite pleased to have got that far. Well, that's four votes
2: for Moldova, and they make it through to the top eight. Well you done. You could say we were bowled over by Moldova. Who would say that? <laughs> uh Miklas
3: josef did very very well for the czech republic in 2018 he came Mm. sixth. by far that was the czech republic's best ever performance at eurovision so you think you think the uk sucks czech republic's best ever performance is sixth they've not they've not they've not existed as long as we have true but you know we've won
1: five times is it in fact when did we okay yeah so the Republic were founded in nineteen
3: ninety three. We last won in nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> hey, we came third in two thousand and one. It's not not that bad. Uh, right. Okay. Final head to head of the night it is Estonia with "Goodbye to Yesterday" by Alina Bourne and Rasta. and Armenia "Love Wave" by Iveta. Mukachan. Straight to the vote. Mini, love wave or goodbye to yesterday?
0: Love wave, obviously.
4: Dan. Yep, two very good entries here. Both kind of could could arguably be in our final, but um, only one can, so it's gonna be Armenia for me.
1: Okay. Alex. I'm gonna vote for Estonia, because I was so impressed with a single tear that rolled down her cheek.
2: <laughs> Simon. Uh, I'm going to vote again for uh, Switzerland's Luca Hanni. I just think that this dance number is too infectious to be left out of the final. <laughs> <laughs> OK, the slight issue here, Simon, is that we're in a two to one situation. So we actually do need your vote this time. Um, so honestly... I have the, these songs ranked as my 8th and ninth favourite. Uh, out this, of the 12? Out of the 12, out of the 12 yeah. Um, I think the Estonian guy, the guy can't sing. The guy is a really bad singer. Uh, and he looks like one of them from that One Direction band I've heard so much about. Louis Tomlinson. Louis Tomlinson, yeah. And then this Armenian entry is just a bit plain, really, isn't it? There's... A sort of a minute of nothing and then a soul lady on a stage singing what is not a particularly catchy I can't really remember how it goes to be honest so yeah this is a very difficult one for me because I, I don't care and they're both shit so <laughs> for that reason I'll go for Estonia so that Phil can decide <laughs> I am intrigued before I give my vote uh, Simon you, have you ranked all 12 songs yeah, the way I do my ranking is that the first song always gets five hundred and twelve, and then I do it like a like a um, a binary system, so that the next the next one I rank if it's better I give it seven hundred and sixty eight, and if it's worse I give it two hundred and fifty six, um, and that way you get a comprehensive ranking of
1: all the songs.
2: That's I the
1: fuck would you do that? That's not that, that, the point bracket. The point of the bracket is like you're going you're pitting people up against each other in matchups you didn't expect. But it's you can different. predict
2: the match when Phil released the song list. You can predict the matchups, and he even sends you, you the match.
1: But you, you can't, because, because you predicted it. Switzerland would go to the final and they were not time round one, Simon. So you can't predict, can you?
2: But, it's, but you, it's
3: not even that, It's not even that, Simon. It's the fact that you said, I automatically give the first song 512.
2: Yeah, that's, from... <laughs> that's to give leeway either side. Mate, you could start at 10 and go up to 20 or down to zero. No, 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 because you can't start if you start with 10. What happens if the, if the first song's worse than the second song, and then the oh, second song's worse better fa-
1: than that? Two people's favourite panellists. <laughs> it's a very simple system. It works. It's, it's not very that complicated. System.
3: Fuck me.
2: How did we become friends, Simon? I'm the sensible one. I This is this is my podcast. It's not your podcast. It's about <laughs> me. It's it's about me and what I think. And, and you've created this structure around it to... to Facilitate this for me, but I I need this for my ego because of who I am, and the people need to know that now. <laughs> One day, Phil, I, 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 we we should. So joking aside, we should do an episode where we pretend I've kidnapped Phil, and you will have to. I make you listen to Swiss songs, and you have to choose your favourite Swiss song.
1: None of them. <laughs> I would agree to that, but I feel like you would enjoy that whole premise far too much.
3: <laughs> um, I've got a decision to make here, don't I? I know what my decision is. I just don't think it's going to make me very popular. I'm going with Estonia.
1: Boom. God damn it. No uh, shame in being knocked out to the eventual winners, Simon. You've got to remember that. I, I really like that Estonia number. I think
3: it does a great job. Love Wave by Iveta mukha is a real fan favourite. People love it. It was probably the best of the Armenian songs that I could have chosen. Uh, it came seventh in 2016. It did really well, but I don't think it's amazing. So that means that against a lot of the odds, the two songs that we'll be going through to the final eight and the final episode are Moldova, from 2007 that is fight by natalia barbu and estonia from 2015 goodbye to yesterday by alina born and stig rasta so that is quarter two done but i still haven't told you who won barbara Dex, have i someone is right yes it's Simon and Dan. Oh. It was Albania. I think that dreadlock curled around the neck really, really sealed the deal for her as a officially an awful look.
2: This, is it the worst look or worst dressed? Because I wouldn't but, say I wouldn't say dreadlocks is how you're
3: dressed. But I think actually, what's interesting about the Barbara Dex Award is that they do it in a
2: binary ranking system. <laughs> um, Everyone starts with five hundred and eighty nine. <laughs> 12, 89 wouldn't work. Obviously, it's an odd number. You can tell that. You're, you're a smart no. guy. You don't need to You, know, you don't need to pretend you're not. It's okay. It's not I, cool I, am,
1: I am a smart guy, and hence I worked out the most efficient way to rank the songs was to listen to them and go, right, UK is playing Czech Republic. Which one do I prefer? The Czech Republic. Okay, great. Now we can move on. That's,
0: That's exactly the same system as me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> good system. Uh, next week, we'll be looking
3: at some drag acts, a football song, and a man who is slightly too obsessed with his shoes. So until then, it's goodbye from the panellists.
0: Goodbye. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye. What's you goodbye in Swiss? So
0: so there you go. Asked <laughs> and answered. Obviously, <laughs> and Swiss
2: isn't an actual language. There's, there's, there's German, Italian, French, oh. and also... <laughs>
1: I, I, I know that Swiss don't have a language, but if I if I then say, what's goodbye in French or German? R- romance, yeah. maybe, okay? Because that is a language unique to the Swiss.
2: Yeah, you'd have had to go with that, really.
1: But that's that's too niche. Well, I don't think yeah. it's too niche. It's too niche. We've got a lot of knuckle-draggers listening to this podcast, Simon. Mm, I'll say know... I'll say
2: the average listener is quite educated. That's why they understand the Simon Rickenback 512-point <laughs> system for ranking <laughs> Eurovision <laughs> songs. Oh, my God. Because they don't need to be... They don't need to be patronised by your, you know, (laughs) Neanderthal preference of sort of grunting at the song you prefer until Phil moves on. I'm so sure that Alex called his family knuckle-draggers just then.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: um, 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 um...